Ooh, all right. So this is a uh, Newton's Folly. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> mm. So listeners, friends, lovers. Mm. Today, Allison is sick, so she decided to not come over, and I hope she gets better soon. Womp womp. Uh, Janine has no such excuse, and instead was flummoxed by Spring Ford. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, he just was like, oh, I forgot what time it is. I, I'm not going to make it. So no Janine. Janine, damn it. So it's me, your gal Julie, and then Jenna Polkowski. Hello, everyone. Yay. We recognized her from the Slack. She's a fan of long time, and she lives in the neighborhood. So it was like awesome. <laughs> so yes. she came over to watch the episode with me, and we're going to record an episode of the Drunk Cast for you now. Hey. So welcome to Podlander Drunkcast and Outlander Podcast. I'm Julie. I'm Jenna. And we're drinking Newton's Folly. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. You can find it at Trader Joe's. You know, I didn't even think about it, but this is very appropriate for the episode because of the cider press. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just it's know good. that I really like cider. I do too. Like, I like a dry cider. Yeah. They didn't have anything that was any drier. They had mm-hmm. like a rosé one and I was like... Sometimes they're o- rosé. They're okay, but I'm also like, just let rosé be rosé. I know. I don't need your cider rosé. If anybody watched this this last week's episode of Shit's Creek, there's a really funny uh, rosy joke uh, about the rosé. <laughs> Somebody the calls it yeah. the rosy. Yeah, it's really funny. That's awesome. It's delightful. I can't wait to watch and the David new season. Gets really irritated. So here we are, Outlander season five, episode four. The company we keep is the episode title. The company. Um, there was no cold open this week. It went there just wasn't. straight into the chorus. Okay, that's what it was. That's I mm-hmm. got really confused. I was like, what the fuck is happening? What happened? Because I think all the previous three episodes have had yeah. something before the song starts. Yes. So this was new. None of that. Straight to the song. I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing. It. I'm still... I. How do you feel about it? I, I usually skip it. You just like <laughs> just fast forward through it? it. That's not my thing. You're like, nah. I didn't really like the last couple of seasons. I want to go back to season one. Really, I just want to go back to season one. That's just how I feel about all of it. Like, giving back to season one, Jamie and Claire, having sex all Doing over the place. It. Like, I just want that. Yeah. I need more of that in my now, life. Now we have more plot. Yes. So, Damn we it. do see in the little title card action, you know how you really know that someone's a villain in a movie is when they can do that thing with a quarter on the tops of their knuckles. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, there it is. Oh, that's Stephen Bonnet. Oh, this is how I really guys, know he's I think a bad my guy. husband can do that. He's a villain. Alex, are you a villain? <laughs> he's a, in somebody's is. story. Is that what this is? He's like the so least you villainous all, person You ever. always know that somebody's bad news and they can do that I shit know. and there's a close-up of them doing it. And so here we are. And he's also a very brief costume note. You just see the cuff of his very expensive kind of um, overdone mm-hmm. jacket. So I think that's a nice little touch there. So well, Stephen Bonnet's around. Well, because the point that Mrs. Bug makes later is that he's a, it's a gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. So like he's dressed very finely, mm-hmm. but he's doing that fucking coin flip. So we see it, and that's, that's how we know he's a villain. And then Excuse. we get right into the meat of the episode. We open with Roger's portion of the story. He's with the militia going through the woods, and he's about to make a pit stop in Brown Town. I know that's not <laughs> what it's called, but I'm going to call it Brown Town. It's Brownsville, but Brown Town from Brown here, town. here to the end of this fucking episode. Of, a whole bunch of shitheads in it anyway. So, so <laughs> they roll into Brown Town, which at first I couldn't really tell. I know that this is where... Uh, Roger's supposed to meet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Claire and Jamie when they meet back up again. Yeah. But at first, 
A, I wasn't sure it was an actual town because that first sequence looks like it's just a trader outpost. Yeah. And like I read, so I read Viry Cross, but I read it like two and a half years ago. And mm-hmm. so I remember it being what it's supposed to be. Brownsville is, it was started by uh, the Browns, by mm-hmm. the family. And I think, you know, we see all the Browns signing up for the militia, but I think right. that there are non-Browns in the area. But so it's an actual almost town now. Yeah. Um, one could call it Brown Town. Brown Town. It is a Brown Town. <laughs> so um, Roger rolls into Brown Town with a militia and Fergus, and the twins are with him. And then all of a sudden there are rifle like stocks not stocks yeah, right? you, rifles aiming at them from these houses you can see like kind of the gleam of the and the i barrels. immediately thought of uh this will date me but i thought of the movie the jerk and i was like he really hates these cans <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically the brown family are pissed because yep. amongst the militia is Fonf, isaiah morton Fonf. And it uh, turns out Isaiah Morton got a little fresh with one of the Brown daughters. Yes, he did. And now the Brown dad, I guess it's her dad, is the It was is her the father, yeah, because he keeps talking about his daughter, mm-hmm. how his daughter messed everything up, so yes. Right, so he really has a mad on for old Elijah and wants him out of there. Yeah. And now Roger is faced with his first true test as captain. Yes, he is. How do I defuse this motherfucking situation? And what does he do? Brings out the whiskey. Yeah, let's just get drunk, friends. And so he gets everybody in Brown Town fucking hammered. God, so drunk. It's just like, let's drink and get over it. And like, I'm like men. May- maybe, but that just because they're drunk doesn't mean they're gonna forget yeah. that Elijah's there. I guess they kind of tie him up and shove him into a shed. They do or all something. of a sudden. I was just like, wait, where did he go? And now and we're partying. I, I don't. Whatever. It just happened. Um, let's see. Oh, and then we flash. So that's where we kind of have Roger happening. We we get to the drunken part in just a moment, but we'll just say, boom, we made it. And um, then we flash back to the palace. I'm sorry, Fraser's Rich. Le Palace. <laughs> I don't know French. I'm sorry. And it looks like Bree's been shopping. She comes back from town. She did. She had to go go spend some money. She's all like, I've got ribbon. I've got notions. Mm-hmm. I've got lip balm. Mm-hmm. I, and she lists off like a whole shopping list. I'm like, unnecessary. But I'm glad to know you've been shopping. Brie can get it done. Yeah. That's what we're finding out. And then she brings the uh, baby carrier down and picks her baby up. And there's a coin. And it mm-hmm. looks exactly like the coin we saw Bonnet rolling mm-hmm. around on his damn villain knuckles earlier. And the music tells us that yes. this is serious. And then Bree's like, <laughs> and she looks at Mrs. Bug and she's like, where, where did this come from? I know. And Mrs. Bug is like, oh, there was this nice gentleman. And it's just so, like the juxtaposition between Bree freaking out and Mrs. Bug not reading the fucking signs of like, this woman is not happy so, with this response. Something's not good. Like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, wait. You're and then upset. she says something like, oh, he was a gentleman. He was Irish. You know, I can barely understand those Irish people so that's some quality shade that was quality shade on miss bug's part so we do know that (laughs) old steven bonnet and then he asked does he favor his mother or father and it's like oh god what a fucking dickhead he's just the worst i just think about him and i get tense yeah like just thinking about him i want him gone so now brie's got a more on her mind all alone up on the hilltop can we just stop and talk about how (laughs) jamie knows this and left her there and takes her husband and himself and Fergus and all the men that he would trust to protect her, and he fucking leaves her. Yeah. On Fraser's Ridge. I think that maybe, well, yeah, even with the name, too, so, like, like you can find it. 
They can find and it. And also, I mean, I guess he was up against it, though. The hard place with the Governor Tryon shit. Yeah. Like, he couldn't really... He could have... If he had left Roger there, do you think that that would have been even more of an insult to Roger? And I maybe, don't know. I wish... I think the thing that just irritates me is that nobody tells anybody anything important. <laughs> and that is just, like, antith- antithetical to the way I live my life. And I'm like... Alex gets, my husband gets really annoyed when I talk about things because I'm like, if people would just talk about shit, then we'd have no shows. Because right. There'd be no plot. Then there'd be no drama. <laughs> there'd be no drama. Like there'd be if no people drama. just talked about things, there'd be no so drama. So now all of a sudden Brie realizes her, uh, that she's a little vulnerable and mm-hmm. she's like, uh, okay, well, why don't we tell everybody who's left up here to just go ahead and stay in the big house tonight? Let's all yeah, just, let's, let's just stay. slumber party. Everybody yeah. get in there. Mm-hmm. And some, some girl time. Yeah. Nobody really understands like what she's saying, but was it Marsley or somebody mm-hmm. that's like, uh, no, it was Lizzie. 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 Lizzie's like, oh, it'd be nice to have some company. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you going to spread some more cheese mozo? Are you going <laughs> to fucking keep gossiping, Lizzie? But what ifs? Everybody's going to be in the big house together to um, really, be safe. I really love Lizzie. I do, too. I love Lizzie so, so much. And then uh, now this is where Roger busts out the whiskey. And then we find out that um, yeah. the dad, Brown Jr., <laughs> I know the the, the 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 brown the younger baby brown baby brown the brown. younger I like I like brown the younger brown, brown the younger is so pissed because he had his young daughter Elysia Elysia so the credit has her as A L I C I A and I think it's supposed to be like Alicia Alicia yeah okay. so Alicia um she done got into trouble with Fonf, Elijah Fonf. Morton and um, she's pregnant and but the deal was Brown the younger had already set up a really cool arranged marriage yeah. for her with some rich dude. Yep. And now that rich dude has backed out because yep. he doesn't want damaged goods. Yep. So Brown the younger is piast. He is piast. But the thing is, Alicia, Alicia, Lissy, Lizzie, whatever they fucking oh, call her. They, so many different things. Yeah, there were like so five many different, different things. She really really loves Elijah. Yeah. And it's Isaiah. Kind of, sorry, Isaiah. Elijah is... I think Elijah was the one that he was trying to get her married to. Oh, yes. Elijah yeah. Ford. Thank yep. you. Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah Morton. Morton. Yep. Um, she really loves him. She and does. we're, we're kind of like, uh, and we'll find out a little bit more about his situation in a moment. So we've got the gal who's ruined her uh, purity. Ugh. Later, I made a note later about with all the drama with the Alicia storyline mm-hmm. of when did this become to all the boys I loved? Um, <laughs> Cause I had this moment where I was like, what the fuck? Like when did this become like a teenage it drama is, rom-com? There is a lot of like high school shit yes. in here. And the thing is, is like as, as a teenager who was full of many, 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 many emotions, <laughs> I was that, I was that girl. <laughs> so many emotions and they were always directed towards boys that I liked and it was probably, it was hard to handle. Um, I was like, but aren't, it wasn't it a little bit different in the 1800s? Was Maybe. It, wasn't it a little, little bit different? Man, I don't know. But then she, she likes out because she gets cool Aunt Claire Fraser and stops she by. She does. So she gets to unleash on her, which we'll, we'll get to. Claire fixes everything. I know. It's a problem. So then we flash. So this, we see this in town. Roger's getting everybody drunk, trying to defuse the situation. Then we flash to Claire and Jamie on the road with the baby and five goats. (laughs) Just fucking being cute as hell. I love the way that Jamie looks at Claire when she's holding the baby. He really is into her with baby. He is. And it's just, it's that very sweet thing of like, you know, people who just really love and care for each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I I really I really miss the Jamie and Claire stuff. I realized last week that one of the reasons why I liked the episode was because it was so much Jamie and Claire. That's true, and that one scene with them in the woods at night is so good, which uh, is a little bit further on. But so we do get some quality Mm -hmm. Claire and Jamie. No doing it, unfortunately. Damn it! Why? But give us some sex, please. But they're so cute, and they're really enjoying this baby. But Claire, you know, the best doctor in the Mm -hmm. world, um, re Allison Shoemaker said. (laughs) I've got to get this baby into town because it can't live on goat's milk alone. So I guess there's something about cow milk that it needs. I don't know. Or try to find a a woman who's nursing. I just assumed from the get-go it was looking for someone who can nurse her. But she's basically like, goat's milk alone won't do it. And I'm like, why not? Uh, I think my sister had to drink goat's milk when she was a baby because she was there was something with her digestive system where she couldn't do dairy milk or breast milk. I don't know. Whatever. Huh. I mean, that's, that's totally possible, but there are, I mean, here's I how know. much I know about breastfeeding and being a mother. Zip. <laughs> a zero. A zilch. So Claire knows something. She's like, we got to get her to a boob stat. Get some booby in that mouth. <laughs> and then, uh, the top of my next note page says Brownsville. Oh, it's the town slash training post. Okay. Brownsville. And then later is when I came up with Browntown. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned and looked at you and I was like, no, it's it just makes me think of turds. Brown town. Well, I mean, yeah, some yeah. turdy things happen in this town. Super turdy things. So Fergus steps up to Roger's like, hey, psst, psst, Milo, come Milo. this way. Uh, sorry to tell you, dude, but some of the militia straight up left. Yep. And Roger's like, what? And Fergus is like, they didn't like the way you dealt with this situation. Yeah. So. Well, and I was confused because we didn't know yet what had happened to Isaiah Morton. I was like, they're mad that he brought out whiskey? Like, mm-hmm. that's honestly what I thought was Right, because were, we haven't seen that he's yeah. been... Taken prisoner yeah. or whatever. It's like, you didn't connect all the dots. Mm-mm. Mustache. So we find out that the, several, like, I don't know, yeah. somewhere between five and ten of it's the like guys Robertson, just... Robertson, Morrison, and a few others. Just fucking absconded and are like, peace out, dudes. Not happy. And then um, what does Roger do when he has an excessive emotion? Like, how does he work it out? He's got to sing about it. Sing me a song. This guy... I love you, Richard Rankin. And I really love the character of Roger, but I have so, especially after this episode, I have at least two questions about how, about the singing thing. Mm -hmm. The first question is, how often are we going to fucking see this because it's already old? And secondly, why? Like, is it in your contract that you have to sing a certain number of songs? Cause it's it. So I know. I mean, I know something, and it's a major spoiler. So I'm not going to say. Okay, it. don't spoil anything. It his his singing I, is important. It is okay. Okay, the, well, the as singing long, is important. As long as somebody who's read the books and says that to me, I'm like okay, but I'm still annoyed. I mean, he sings a. From what I remember, he sings a lot in the books. Okay. Like he is like that is. So Roger... That's how he works it out. Well, Roger knows... He doesn't know anything about this time period that's useful, except mm-hmm. that he knows the songs, and the songs are the stories of the people. And so he right. actually, like... I just feel like in the books, he was treated with so much more respect. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this much angst between him and Jamie mm-hmm. and him and everyone else. I feel like he learned how to shoot. He learned how to hunt and do the things he, excuse me, do the things he needed to do. Mm -hmm. And in the show, they're just like, Roger's an idiot. And I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, back up. Can a brother get a minute? I was like, people can learn how to do shit. Like, Roger is intelligent. Give him a chance. Like, he's proven he can learn. He will learn again. He will learn again. Yes. But like Roger's singing, like his singing is really important in the books. Okay. Then Um, I'm going to let it go. But 
I will say this, listeners. Every time it happens, I'm going to say some shady shit about it. So, Roger, I understand (laughs) that you have to sing, but... I know uh, you looked over at me when it happened again. The second time, I was like, pushing it. Yeah. Too hard. It does. I don't think it's going to go away. Whatever. So, it's there. And then we get a great little scene where Jamie and Claire find Beardsley. um, What's the kid's name? We have... Kezia is the uh, or Kezia, Kezia and Josiah. So Josiah, he yes. finds Josiah and is like, "Guess what, yo? We went and saw your Beardsley dude. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that was terrible. But guess what? You're free. Here's your papers." Mm-hmm. And so his face was so happy. Josiah is that. so happy. Is that Josiah? I get the two of them mixed up. Yes, because because uh, he's the one that needs sur- the surgery real bad, right? Right. They both need the surgery, yeah. but Kezia is the one that uh, can't hear. Yes. So. Okay. Josiah's like, oh my God, you guys are the best. Wait, wait, what about Mistress Beardsley? Which is what's an interesting question because maybe he felt bad for her too. Yeah. You know, like, oh, she was also wrapped up in that terrible situation. Yeah. And they're like, mm, is she gone peace? And he's like, all right, good. <laughs> You're all free. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, is that where that baby came from? That baby is black. And then he's like, yep. oh, I remember there was a, um, an ex-slave that came yeah. to do work. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, and so everybody's just kind of being really... Not what I would expect yeah. for that time period about this yeah. little mixed race baby, but I'm happy about it. I don't need any more I drama. I think part of it is maybe the, the the story is trying to tell, or they're trying, the show, I can mm-hmm. talk, right? The show is trying to tell the story differently and maybe not emphasizing the race as much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the drama is about other stuff, not about the baby's race. Right on. So Beersley is thrilled and he's like, uh, can I sign up for your militia now? And Jamie's like, how old are you, dude? And he says, I'm 16 or something like that. And Jamie's like, fuck it, you're 14. No, the answer is no. No. I don't think they're that young. He doesn't look that young, but I think maybe he doesn't actually know how old he is. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think they do because they, 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 all their family died on the boat on the way over. Mm -hmm. And I think they were thinking they were about five or six when that happened. And so based off of that and how much time has passed, mm-hmm. they might have a guess. But not but, not certainty. Yeah. I think in the books they're a little bit older. But Jamie's like, fuck no, you're not going to fight. Mm-hmm. You're too young. You just went through this terrible yeah. ordeal. I saw how you lived. And I need you to hunt. I, I'm going to send you back to yep. the palace and you can be my games yeah. warden. Cool? All right, go sweet. Get, go, get, go get all the rabbits and the deer. And then we flash to, I love it when... Do you guys ever watch the show How It's Made? No, because I watched the crayon one and I could smell the crayon and it made me sick. Freak out. (laughs) I really enjoy like when a historical fiction show or whatever tries to show you a moment of reality and what it was like. Mm -hmm. So like the walking wool scene, hot pest, Claire, like (laughs) shit like that. I'm a sucker. And so here we go. We're in the cider press. Mm. Speaking of cider, cheers, Cheers. Jenna. Thanks again. And Claire's in there listening to all the hot fucking goss. It was great. Mm -hmm. It's like, you want to know what's going on? Go talk to women. Yeah. We're all in this cider together and they're all, you know, they're drinking it too. Yep. And, and at one point Claire, it comes back and Claire's got this enormous mug and I'm like, fuck yeah. (laughs) And they're just all chatting. Um, we find out that the daughter-in-law of Brown, the younger, Mm -hmm. uh, and her name was Letizia, Lucinda. Lucinda, Lucinda um, is is has milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's not a mother. Was it Fergus said no mothers? Yeah, 
Claire was asking if there are any mothers. And we find out a little bit later that her infant died, yeah. and that's very sad, but she still has milk, and she's like, sweet, yes, I will feed this baby. Yeah. And she's so kind about it and very gentle, and Claire's like, hmm, I see you. Yeah. It was, it was just a really lovely scene of like, I don't know, I think this last week was just very discouraging about right about women accomplishing things in the world and so to see yes. these women take care of each other and to be like it's not this child's fault like how they came to be in the world right. and we don't want the child to starve there was just something very loving and compassionate there and it i was really nice. appreciated it but while everybody's being so nice to lucinda because she's quote unquote perfect yeah. we got everybody being real oh mean God, to well, alicia yeah, that She's and a it was, harlot. She's, she's failed. She's, she's ruined our broken. family. She's trash. And she's just standing right there. And I'm like, damn. I know. Can you, y'all, come on. Internalized misogyny, man. It's it, so strong. It's so and bad. Claire's just sitting there with her big ass mug looking at him like, she, you know she's got to be so mm-hmm. tired. And I'm going to come back to that later. <laughs> Where she's just like, y'all, I've seen some shit. And then she tells him a little bit about, well, that comes back. Yeah. Which one? Oh, no, we've got, sorry, we've got another, th- there was a lot of intercutting in this episode between yes, kind of the two things and it, things confusing. got kind of lost. So we got the baby, we got yeah. some milk, we got the ladies in the cider press. Then we flash back to Jamie talking to Roger and he's yep. all like, what the fuck, man? Yep. I leave you alone for two days yep. and I have to deal with this other shit that you don't even know shit about. And then I come back and you, <laughs> you fucked all this up. maggots and right. there was it blood was dripping terrible. through the thatch. It was I cleaned just- up that mess. Jesus and now I got to this mess. And so this is where we find out that Elijah, not Elijah, that Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah um, these biblical names, man, they're getting me, <laughs> that Isaiah uh, has been kind of like chained up in a stable somewhere. Yeah, he's just there. And Jamie's like. With no uh, guards, by the way. Right. No guards. Well, they're all drunk and partying somewhere. And <laughs> Jamie's like, I am his colonel and I can't believe that you treated him this way. This is terrible mm-hmm. roger why why and roger doesn't really have a good answer because roger is out of his depth <laughs> no he i think I, what i say uh, roger's making 20th century choices in the 18th century yeah and it's just like this. and jamie's like you can't do this to your own man yeah. dude and so there's this kind of like roger's just never going to be good enough for jamie no period. he's not but he's also making some bad choices yeah. <laughs> well and and what i don't understand is like why why didn't Fergus kind of provides some better counsel. Fergus seems a little not developed so far this season. I know, and I'm really irritated by that. I'm mad about it because I love that actor and his character is so interesting Mm -hmm. and has such a long history with Claire and Jamie. He's been there from the beginning for them. That I really feel like we should, hopefully we do get more of him, but he did kind of just drop off. Like in this episode, he's like the one that sneaks in and is like, my lord, this happened. Mm -hmm. And then he disappears. And then like five (laughs) scenes later, he comes back and he's like, oh, my lord, this happened and then he disappears again it's like okay all right all right fergus but yeah so fergus was no help to roger in no, this he situation was not. he did complain about having to share his whiskey though yeah he was and like bah, fuck all right here we go fine and then we find out from from Fulf himself yep. from isaiah that he um uh, already has a wife <laughs> he didn't like it but he put a ring on it yeah he didn't he didn't like it <laughs> Put a ring on it anyway, and then went and got his dick wet with this yeah. young gal. Yeah, because he loves her. Right. So it's kind of like a. Mm. I really appreciate Jamie's like, like frustration with that and disappointment, being like, "Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, you broke a vow. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you broke a vow. How can I trust that you'll keep your vow to me? Yes. I really liked that. Which was tight. And, and so I was like, but I was free to make that choice. And I was like, you know what? You <laughs> see, <laughs> just calm yourself. God, I'm so glad calm I didn't yourself. live back in the good old days. So Elijah, sorry, Isaiah. I'm just going to do that every it's time. All good. Isaiah uh, is like, well, I'm going to go find her. Yep. And Jamie's like, no, you're fucking not. Get the fuck out of yep. here. And chases him out. And he's like, you, I'm letting you go. Yeah. I'm going to get in fucking trouble for this. Just go. You. And then he turns on Roger and he's like, fucking cleaning up your yep. fucking mess. And then walks away and it's like, mm, mm. ouch. It's just, I understand why Jamie's upset, but I'm also like, dude, like, Cut him some you're pants. stuck with him. Yeah. Like, you are stuck Figuring with him. Out. He's not going anywhere. Instead of shitting on him, mentor him. Yep. And I think he is kind of like mentoring him mm-hmm. with a little bit of tough love. He's like, fucking ball up. Yep. Get it together. Roger's being a little bit of a whiny bitch. Yeah. He's like, get get it together. These men look to you. Mm-hmm. You have to support them. Ugh. Okay, fine. There's and also, once again, let's just reiterate how fucking tired Jamie must be right now. They're all just, I just, I'm just tired watching this show. I'm like, how are you like functioning? Yeah. It's so like, it, it flashes back to the cider. Claire's oh, in her cups now and she's telling the story of the Beards leads, yep. but it is a, um, how shall we put this? Severely edited version. Yeah, just a little bit. She's like, she was there and her husband was buried, buried outside. <laughs> we saw his grave. He was dead. Already. <laughs> and nobody really cares because everyone's like, man, that Beardsley dude was weird. Yeah. She probably killed him, but that's fine. Yeah, that's right. One of the ladies <laughs> is like, I bet she killed that asshole. Yeah. He was a piece of shit. I and think, we're all like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that lady is like maybe the aunt to Alicia mm-hmm. because she keeps saying like how your mother would be so disappointed right, in you. Right. And she keeps calling Alicia the harlot, but then she's right. like, yeah, Beardsley was the worst. It's yeah. Okay. He was the worst. I'm glad his wife killed him. Great. It's okay. And Claire's like, me too. Go, 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 go. <laughs> uh, well, and then she spills her cider. on she's, something. Yep. She knocks her big fucking pottery barn mug over. It was a nice piece. It just piece. makes my hands hurt. It does. Of like it's very it heavy. And she knocks it over onto this piece of paper and everybody freaks out for a second. But then all the women are like, oh, never mind. That's a piece of trash. trash. All that news that Dr. Rowl- Rawlings, Rawlings and their stupid suggestions. And Claire's like, what? Excuse me? And she picks it up. And there are notes that she had been writing under the guise of Dr. Rowlings. But she wanted to keep that hyper local. Just Fraser's Ridge. Hey, hey team, remember remember when Fergus grabbed a piece of paper? That he didn't know what was on it to he, write a note on it? He thought it was just a piece of scrap paper from her surgery. And then he took it to be printed, and now they also printed the Dr. Rawlings shit, and now Claire's like, did I butterfly affect yep. this crap? Well, because, I mean, there's also the problem of, like, there's family planning in there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if it gets back to her, like, she could be arrested as a witch. witch. She's, She's like, witch. oh, God, okay, fine, fine. So we see that, and we know that the cat's out of the bag slightly yep. on that, at least for the people who could read. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then uh, oh, guess what's happening again? Guess, guess what? We flash back to Drunk Town, Brown Town. Fucking Roger singing again, again. I just wish I had a recording. I really wish we had live streamed this because your response. I was just like, why? It gave me life. Once an episode is fine, we get it. You don't need to keep bringing this back. I guess it's where he feels comfortable. I guess you know what. I'll back off of this just a little bit because not only is it how he's processing his shame, Mm -hmm. but also he enjoys it and it's something that fulfills him and makes him feel better. So maybe it's self, it's self care. It's funny. It's what he knows. 
Right. And it's the only way to really connect with and the people I'm around like, him. Oh God, just shut up. But okay, fine. Yeah. Whereas I'm just like my note is I'm over Roger singing all the time. I mean, I'm really, really I, I, I'm really glad my husband doesn't listen to this because I think I would, I would contemplate leaving my, yeah. my sweet husband who has a lovely voice, but he will not sing to me. He will not sing to me. Mm-hmm. I cannot get him to sing to me. Oh, um, if I could get Rick Rankin to sing to me. Well, he can I sing. Might. I'm not gonna shade that shit because he's obviously yeah. very talented. But Slightly. enough. And then um, we see Claire come into the image and like part of me just wanted her to like look over her shoulder and look at Roger and just be like, God damn again. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Jamie. Um, we have a problem. Peep this. She shows him the broadsheet and he's like, what the, oh, Fergus. And so he goes into the um, trading post or whatever and Fergus is in there drinking whiskey the with the um, younger Brown. <laughs> Brown the younger. Brown the younger. And they're, he's like... Brownie's getting very drunk, very by the hammered. way. And he says, this is good whiskey. And then Fergus comes through with some true knowledge. He's yeah. like, yes, it's aged in oak barrels, the Scottish way. Yep. And he's like, mm. He goes, but nothing could touch the French wine. French wine of the Champagne region. Yep. And fucking <laughs> Brown the Younger's all like, <laughs> never heard more of a damsel's drink in my life. But that's a damsel's drink if I ever heard of one. And yep. leaves. And I'm like, fuck you. Champagne is delicious. So sorry. It is. But we can, I think we're meant to see this to uh, explain just how drunk Brown the Younger is getting. Like so drunk. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden through the doors comes the mayor of Brown town. (laughs) Brown the elder. Brown the elder, his older brother who is very clearly kind of the man in charge. And you know what? He's pretty cool. He is pretty cool because flump has escaped and mm-hmm. everybody's like what is happening and that shit escalated real fast mm-hmm. I was that's what like, happens when you let I all know. these men drink all I your whiskey know. and you give them firearms <laughs> Whew. so brown the elder has arrived and he's calmer and sober mm-hmm. which you know what better good des- better decisions are and made. he's looking around like what the hell it's just like when jamie came back and yep. had to deal with what roger did now this guy's here and he's like what the fuck brown the younger <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just was waiting for him to like grab his brother's ear and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And so I know you're very sad about your daughter, but you need to get it together. So Brown, the elder is like, we got to fucking figure this out. Let's talk it out. So he takes Jamie aside Mm -hmm. and they have, they have a conversation, a tete-a-tete about it. And Jamie's like, I'm not, I'm not going to give him to you. I'm not giving you Isaiah. He's gone. So. You know, and if you were here, I'm not giving him to right. Um, and, and, and Brown the other's like, okay. Well, it's interesting because then he Jamie lays the groundwork to basically be like, "This is who I am. This is what I represent. This is what we're doing. And if you fire against us, it will be treated as an as a traitorous act. Right, traitors against the crown. Yep. And we find out that. The people of Browntown really don't have a lot of respect for the regulators. No, so they, they do are not. they are definitely loyalists, traditionalists, royalists. Yes. And they're so very pro governor. That um that's good for yes. Jamie because Brown the elder is like, all right, I'm gonna get all my men, all my brown mm-hmm. men. <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> terrible. All the Browns to come sign up for your militia tomorrow. So don't worry about yeah. it. And but Jamie's they're only like, gonna answer to me though. And but then Jamie's all like, as long as you answer to me. Yeah. Ooh, dick measuring contest. I'm sure Damon Jamie would win. Let's yeah. be real here. Let's be real. <laughs> and then we uh, we do Sam flash. Ewan, if you want to prove us uh, right, you know, go ahead. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to Fraser's Ridge. Z Ridge. Mm, fucking Breeze hanging out at night, and the little babies are playing yeah. on a rug. She goes out to get some wood and comes back, and Jamie's gone. Mm mm. 
Mm-mm. And the child can move fast. Yeah. For, for a kid who's not really walking yet? Yeah. It's like a little too quick. It was. And then she, of course, understandably loses her fucking yes, mind. Does. And of course, she's still processing the knowledge that Bonnet is alive mm-hmm. and, and knows. she's convinced that he's there. Right. So she thinks he came in and stole the baby. Mm-hmm. But then Marsley comes in and is like, all right, everybody, take a fucking deep breath. And she goes to her son, whose name is Jermaine. Jermaine? I cannot remember his name. Let's look. It's it's like Jermaine or something. And she's know. like, baby, what happened to the other baby? <laughs> and he just points at this door that's kind of open, which is, like we just said, kind of far away for a baby who's not really walking. Or, yeah, it's Jermaine. Yeah, um, like crawling yet. But I guess he just went, boop, right outside that door. And he's right ball. there. Yeah, he's right there. He's wanted his toy. And Bree's like, man, I'm fucked up. Yeah. And Marcy's like, let's put the kids to bed and go to the kitchen and drink about it. Yep. Mm. I love Marsley. She's so good. Like I, in, in the books, she's, she's okay. Like she's, she's great in the books, but her character doesn't feel this well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was a lot of discussion about whether she was taking over a particular storyline. There's another character in the book that mm-hmm. becomes Claire's apprentice. And yeah. so, I don't know. I like, I like, I don't know. I like her. And I like Lauren Lyle. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah. That scene is coming up. Yeah. Oh, she's so fucking awesome. Uh, so we go back to Browntown and, uh, we find, this is where we find out that Lucinda's baby has recently died. And so they want to take the baby Beardsley. Yeah. And it's just so, it's so sweet. sweet. And you can tell that her husband really loves her and they support each other and they've been through something together and that they're still very kind and warm and like, you know, we're here. We have plenty of room. We yeah. would love to. And Claire's Claire had found out about Lucinda losing the baby and was like, this is great. Yeah. Yes. But first, let me talk to my husband and then yeah. we'll come back. I th- Part of me was just like, why was she worrying about that? But I forgot that. I think they need, I think they start. they called the, they called the Bonnie, baby Bonnie because she's a mm-hmm. Bonnie lass. Um, and I forgot about that she has all that the property. Beardsley property. Mm-hmm. She has all that shit. So that, there makes is, sense. There are other things to yep. consider other than just yeah. this. So she's like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up to her room where they're letting her stay. And uh, Alicia comes in and is like, I got to talk to somebody. Yep. And this was when I was like, bitch, Claire is tired. She has seen some things in the past few days that she is not going to tell you about, but she has had very little time yep. to process. And here you are with your fucking 17-year-old blah, 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 blah yep. in her face. And she's just like, roll her eyes, fine, bring it on. Yes. And I'm like, why, why, why would you just unload to this person? I didn't understand I that. maybe she gets... She can feel from Claire that Claire's yeah. not as judgmental about maybe. the whole situation, yeah. that maybe she's a kind, not necessarily a kinder person, but maybe, maybe she just gets the smart thing. I don't know. I don't know. She gets something. So, Some people just have that that appearance, mm-hmm. right? They put off that. So that she's just like, I air. loved him. I loved him, and I think I'm with child, so and I'd rather be dead. And Claire's like, ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. And then she hugs her and is like, no, we don't want to wish for that. So she's being kind of mommy I'm to her. So tired. Can't you just Can fuck you off? Get out of my bedroom. Go okay. away. And then we go to Bree and Marsley in the kitchen with a couple of fat fingers of whiskey. And mm. Marsley is telling us the story of her abusive father and how she killed him. Yep. And I went, What? I know. I was like, that didn't happen in the book. And I start writing it down. And then she 
further tells the story, which is he got busted for being a Jacobite and then taken to jail and he died in prison. Mm-hmm. And, but she believed that her thoughts about wishing mm-hmm. he was dead is what killed him. But she knows as an adult now, she knows that that didn't yeah. have anything to do with it. But she spent a lot yeah. of time thinking about how she had killed him just because yeah. she wished it. Well, and Brie immediately is like, well, you didn't kill him. And Marcy's like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. That's the point I was trying That's to make. That's where I'm going with this. Because I am a wise old broad. Mm-hmm. And then Brie's like, this close. This close to telling her. Like you can I see know. it. Just it's right there. And then she decides, no, no, I'm far too strong for this. <sighs> it's nothing. And I'm like, bitch. Yeah. You need to. They're not doing a good job of selling why she's not telling. Right. Because that was the moment. Because, and also Lauren Lyle in the scene is lights out. She's so good. She's so, I want, I, I, Sophie Skelton, we talk. She's wonderful. She's Mm -hmm. delightful. Brie drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I keep, I love Brie in the book, so I keep wanting to like love Brie in the show, but I just, she's annoying. Mm-hmm. She, this did annoy me. And she, I, I just, I struggle. I struggle with but it. But Marsley's like trying, but not pushing. Just like, hey, yeah, if you ever need him. She's really great. I'm right here. And have another whiskey. Mm. Mm. She's really, really great. And then uh, we get back to Brown Town at night and... The twins are yeah, both. Claire is like, Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ, is everything about you the same? And in my mind, she's like, I just want to go to bed. So we find out that, is, I'm sorry, his name? I think. Keziah also has tonsillitis. Mm-hmm. So they both have inflamed, infected tonsils. Both and of the twins. is worse. Yes. And she's like, oh, fuck it. Pitch your tents far away. Yeah. And we'll deal with this back at the ridge. I can't do it here. Yeah. And well, she uh, talks about penicillin and how she was she really says to close. Jamie, she's like, Jamie, I can't do this. He's like, oh, can you do it here? And she's like, no, I need my tools and my penicillin. I'm so close. And he goes, did you finish it yet? Kind of shady, Jamie. She's like, I was so close, but then I had to leave with you. Yeah. I had to keep you alive. But she, she sends them away to pitch their tent far away from everybody. And I'm like, social distancing. Y'all get ready for that. Get ready to hear that phrase a lot. He also social distancing. That's it's going to be everywhere in the next few weeks. It is. You're going to hear it. Stay six feet away from everybody. I'm like, I fucking ride the red line, you bastards. I can't do shit about it. It's so motion sick on public transit, and I'm mm-hmm. really glad I never ride that to take public. Transit. I have to to get to work, and then it's just I like I, it's just whatever. Social distancing. Get ready, y'all. So uh, Claire's. Jamie's finally like, all right. You have to go back. You got to go back to the ridge. Then he tells Roger that he's got to take him back. You got to take her. And oh my God, Roger's face. He looks like a petulant teenager. He does. He gets a little pouty lip. Like, boo, why? And I like how Jamie is always thinking clearly and he shushes Mackenzie up. Mm -hmm. He's just like, knock it off. Just do this. Yes. And then he's standing there with Claire Roger is, and he goes, he just is never going to respect me, and let me do this thing. And she goes, he just put you in charge of the thing that he loves the most. Moi. And then Roger's like, Roger's like, you know what? You ain't wrong. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if he didn't think that, I mean, if I'm kind of surprised he didn't send Fergus back with him, but mm-hmm. he sent it's Roger. Like, All right, cool. And then um, we see Brie tidying up her bedroom that night, trying to shake the PTSD. Yeah. And she burns all of her sketches of Stephen Bonnet. Which part of me is like, girl, you got to keep those so people know who... Like, you need to tell people, like, there's somebody who is unsafe mm-hmm. and show them what he looks like so that they can watch out for him. Right. 
No. Like she's gonna she's gonna work this all out on her own. Motherfucker. Yeah. Maybe when Claire comes back, she can slap some sense into her she's daughter. Like, Get it together. Then we go back. And Once her, again, this episode is just goes back and forth between so many it's things. It's too much. It's too much jumping, especially after last week being in one place and mm-hmm. it felt really nice. There's just too much jumping this week. So there's it's party time in Brown Town. That Everybody's was lovely, really hammered and we're gonna do some sword dancing. And then somebody's all like, Go on, McDoo. So McDoo. So we get to see Jamie do some sword dancing, and I can only guess when before I watched it that he's just gonna be fantastic at this and jenna was like he is in the, in the book, books he's, in the really books, he's really good at it and so they do this whole build-up thing where he goes over and he like takes off his jacket and i'm like yeah yeah do it do it and then his sword dancing is kind of like he well he doesn't sword dance Meh. he doesn't do the sword he's not actually no. on the sword dancing he's off to the side that's entirely right entirely off to the side and i was kind of like Meh. and he like I'm at one point sure. it cuts away from him and then like close-ups on his feet which is an old like yep. like this tool is, to show somebody yeah, to show somebody that's really good at this thing mm-hmm. and like there's this episode of the golden girls where they're in a dance competition or like a, a dance marathon <laughs> and it ends with betty white ballroom <laughs> dancing with this guy and then like busting away to start some like sassy moves and then there's a big flip and a land and you see the person have their hand in their wig like and then <laughs> and then it f- goes back to a mid shot and it's betty davis i sorry betty white doing this i was like that is what they just did <laughs> that is totally what they just that did. was they were not his feet i was like oh okay and i was like okay meh. I don't know. It's just weird watching him do that. Maybe we'll see him dance again. Maybe maybe we'll see. Well, I mean, if we're going to see Roger sing fucking fifty times an episode, can we see Jamie dance again? We can. I only want to see Jamie dance if he's got his kilt on, though. Ooh, that's right. You were like knee porn. Knee porn is so like. (laughs) Come on, knee porn. Oh, it's so beautiful. So then, (sighs) Jamie's like, "Hey, Claire, let's Mm -hmm. take this to the woods," and she's hammered she's like oh, she's wobbly so and drunk it's really cute that's well, what i get like when i'm drunk tired as hell <laughs> she's so tired and so they're walking along the path and he's brought her out here to have a serious discussion with her and he says what if we took bonnie because i saw you holding her we never got to raise a baby Meow. together wouldn't it be great if we got to raise a baby together and claire is a little bit surprised and touched mm-hmm. that he would say such a thing but also at the same time she's like I love our life together. We don't need a kid to make it better. Yeah. There's kids everywhere. Do you remember we were trying to get busy when we were watching Jemmy? You yeah. remember what remember happened? what that was like? And so it's a lovely scene between it the two is. of them, and they both decide that it's probably better for the baby to stay here in yeah. Browntown with Lucinda or whatever her name yeah. was. Lucinda and her um, and it was it was a really wonderful interaction. It was, but I then we it. were like, are they going to do it in the woods? And they didn't. They didn't even make out. There was like nothing. There wasn't even like they were starting to build up to it before the gunshot it was happened. Just it a, was just, yeah, it was just a really mm-hmm. nice romantic kiss, but not like steamy or anything. Yeah. And then, blow, we hear a gunshot in the forest. And we're like, what the fuck? And yeah. Claire goes, hopefully, <gasps> a gunshot. <laughs> and we're like, doy. Gee, they really? run That's up this little hill and there's Alicia in her shaft. <sighs> trying to blow her fucking heart out but she missed the first time and just winged herself and now she's trying to point this big unwieldy pistol at her heart and jamie's like uh uh uh," takes it it's like taking candy from a baby claire's like come here let me hug you again yeah let's go get your wounds addressed deal with it 
So they go back to and her they bed, leave. Right? I, they oh yeah, leave that's right. The lantern behind. You're just gonna leave that burning lantern Only in the woods. You can prevent forest fires. It's you right motherfucking there. idiots. It's like they're trolling us about fire with Jamie and Claire. Like somehow. Well, because they brought up they brought up how they, their their death notice right. and the fight, you know, all and that. And now jazz. there's all this like unattended fire yeah. everywhere, and I'm like, fucking. This is this is why they die. Yeah. This is why there's a fire. Is this the way it was back then? Apparently. So. so they take her back to the bedroom or wherever mm. she's staying. I think it's in the top of it's, the. Is it Elder's house or is it like the pub or like I what? It, I, I think it's a pub and it's a ro- like a room, room maybe kind light. of like an inn yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she's up there and Claire's talking to her about it. And yeah. um, guess who shows up? <sighs> Fomp. Why would why why would he why would he not just stay away? Why wouldn't he? Oh, it's because I really love, love her. her. No, like I really I really. really really love, love her. her and we're like oh, this boring. is a but then he, rom-com but then he has a great moment where he says to jamie and roger i will walk out that door right now mm-hmm. if you tell me that the love that you have for your wives would not make you do the same thing mm-hmm. and i'm like well one person literally traveled through time <laughs> and this other guy well, I don't even have to go into yeah. all his exploits and how he... Yeah, you know what? And they both kind of look at each other and smirk, and they're like... And Claire's right. just got this little look on her face. Claire's like... Although, I want to... right. I was thinking, Claire left Jamie to go back to Frank for safety, mm-hmm. but then she stayed with Frank until he died. Mm-hmm. She didn't leave him. She kept that marriage promise, knowing mm-hmm. that was the one that she had made first, and mm-hmm. she honored it before mm-hmm. she went back and got to have the rest of her life with Jamie. It's true. And then part of, like, Claire... You made the same choice. Yeah. You honored your marriage vow, your first marriage vow. Mm-hmm. So. So, and she's just know, in the background some, going. Some feelings. And I like, feel really bad for Isaiah Morton's wife. Yeah. Like, that's what I just keep thinking. Like, we keep talking about her, like, they keep talking about her, like, she's just this, this boring blah yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, she is somebody who's just as affected by this as you are. Like, mm-hmm. you married her. You made promises. I'm glad that you love Alicia more, which is fine. That happens, but. Also, like, sorry about your wife. Yeah, Sorry. I feel bad for her. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't think she's super great in the books. I don't remember. It just sounds like they didn't like each other, and it was a arrangement. Doesn't arranged that happen situation. a lot, though? Yes, and that, that they don't fuck anymore, and it just sounded bad. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, that sucks. Then get it annulled if yeah. you don't fuck anymore or something. I don't know. I guess, once again, good old days. Yeah, I can't do shit I don't back understand. then. I'm a woman. Well, I don't understand a lot of it. And then um, they, Jamie and Roger decide to help... Fumph escape with Alicia, and the, it's like, first of all, what time of day is it? Because it was too bright outside the for them to be doing this. Up. And we were like, so nobody is awake in Brown Town? I guess they're all drunk. I have no idea. But what like, about what the women? Like, somebody's got to get up and make those fucking I biscuits. Know. So it's like nobody sees them trying to sneak out of town. And then, of course, helpfully, Roger runs into some goddamn empty barrels and makes some noise. And they're like, go, 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 go. Fucking A, Roger. And then Jamie goes over and opens up the horse paddock and sends all the Browns people's horses horses the other way so that there's a distraction headed out of town the other way. And everybody's waking up and like freaked out like, my horse, and they start running after it. And Brown the Elder looks at Jamie and he's like, I know something's up. (laughs) And then Jamie looks upstairs at Claire and like, I don't know why he did that because it was kind of a tell, Mm -hmm. but he's got one of his goats on a rope. Goat that keeps... And he's like, my goat goat did this. I'm so sorry. The horses don't like him. And he accidentally got in there and spooked him. I'm so sorry. 
I want to tell you a fun aside that has to do mm-hmm. with goats and racehorses. Yes. So a very good friend of mine, Kelly, you are not listening to this podcast, which makes me mad, but <laughs> Kelly loves Outlander and I can't mm-hmm. get her to listen to this and I'm... It's all good. I have feelings. Um, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, well. Um, but she, she, her dad always goes out to Arlington Heights, mm-hmm. uh, the racetracks, and at one point when she met her now husband was talking about how he was her goat. So apparently with really, really high, strong racehorses, they get them a little goat friend. Like a, to, like yeah, a support animal? Yeah, to like help calm them down. Oh my and God. And so Kelly's husband is her goat. That is so cute. And it is the most precious thing ever. So Alex and I joke about how he's my goat because I am a very high strung motherfucker. <laughs> so <laughs> I just like thinking about a horse being like, oh, I know. <laughs> and then where's yeah. my goat? Exactly. Oh, so like when God. Jamie's like talking about how the goat scared the horses, I was like, I don't buy this. No, the, the this horses were works. perfectly fine with the goats. Yeah. Yeah. They just but don't yeah. like Brown Town. Yeah. Gotta go. But anyways, uh, and find, then find yourself your goat. Or we're, your racehorse. <laughs> Whatever works. We're treated to a particularly egregious <sighs> voiceover here at the end. God. Adultery, betrayal, <laughs> dishonor. And I'm like, oh my God, please. Lay it on a little fucking thicker. I was just like, I can't handle this. And then she literally says, choices. And I thought about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> choices. <laughs> Tati, Tati, you were robbed. Choices. So, uh, and then it ends. That's it. It just ends. Like, what? It's like Claire looking out a window, talking about betrayal, honesty, adultery, choices, love, who we're with, what choices we make, and then fade out. Yeah. So, that was it. It was not a great episode. It it was okay. I thought that there was far too much flipping around. Mm -hmm. They should have spent... They could have told the same stories, but spent a little bit longer in each, each one, one at a time yep. because it just started getting really like confusing. And also this entire season has been really difficult to pinpoint time and place. Yep. So that wasn't helpful again. Yeah. So I was like, eh. the scene between Marcy and Brie was great. Oh, it's fantastic. The scene between Claire and Jamie in the woods was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were some good things. Um, yes, absolutely. It just wasn't my favorite, especially after the last episode, <sighs> yes. which I really, really liked. This was just kind of like a yep. meh return to meh. Well, and I, and like, and I think that they could have done, they could have kept the integrity of the last episode and the intensity of it while also including more of the Brownsville stuff in there mm-hmm. so that we were, so that, because this is the biggest book in the series by at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of story to tell. There's a lot that you can gloss over because Diana Gabaldon cannot edit to save her life. Mm-hmm. But it just, yeah, it, the last one was so great yeah. because it was so, there was, it was so unbroken. Mm-hmm. And then to have this one be so, so broken. broken. So like, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It really Where stressed am I? me out. Where am I? Who am I? Who is that guy? Oh, okay. It was like they saw Little Women and they were like, we need to do all this cutting interspersion. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it, I didn't really like how they did it in Little Women, even mm-hmm. though the story was great. Like, mm-hmm. this is an hour long episode. You shouldn't have done this. So it w- yeah. there were good points, but overall, meh, not my yeah. faves, uh, especially considering how good last week's episode was. So, so let's do some scales. <gasps> scales. On the, let's just get doing it scales over with because it's really from Ken Burns baseball to Ken Burns baseball. Oh my gosh. There was nothing. I guess, wait, to be to be fair, um, 
Fomp and Alicia's kiss was pretty hot. It was, and I just had a moment where I was like, are they going to just start fucking right Yeah, because it Jamie did kind of feel like room? maybe he was about well, to like, finger blast her just right was, there. like, falling down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so that was, that was hot, yeah. but very brief. Yep. So what's something that has doing it in it that is hot and very brief? I don't know. I don't have quite the repertoire that Allison has and you have. I'm just trying to think of something where you you're lulled into a sense of like ooh, ooh, oh, oh. boring oh. and then all of a sudden whoop and then done. Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not very creative Goose today. Game. The untitled goose game where it's like, this is really cool. This is really cool. Oh, it's boring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings about the untitled goose game. It, and what, so that's the video game, the yeah. computer game where the goose just yeah, goes around the and like switch thing where right. you're the goose and you go around and you cause like low level chaos. That's okay. You know what? You that's perfect. Bells. That's perfect. And so like, it, the goose just irritates people and like it has its moments where it's like, oh my God. And then it just completely dissipates. All right, cool. Yeah. So unnamed goose game. Yeah. And then uh, for the drinking, getting up to get a beer scale, yeah. let's go from what's something that you could always, Ken Burns baseball yeah. to, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, Allison, thank you for that because we can always use it. <laughs> and then all the way to like mm, uncut gems. <laughs> So I feel like I could definitely have gotten up and gotten a beer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, at any time. I probably would not have wanted to get up and go get a beer during the Marsley scene or yeah. during the Clamey and Jer. Clamey and Jer. Um, their scene. But those that all told, that was maybe six minutes of film. So yeah. I could get up and get a beer. I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it... What's a movie I've watched recently where you could get... Uh, I can't really call it First Blood because <laughs> once we really get into the survival thing, I don't really want to get up and get a beer anymore. So maybe... Okay, you know what? The first 20 minutes of First Blood. Mm-hmm. That's mine. I'm rewatching season one of Friends. Mm. Is that what you're going to go with? Season <laughs> yes. one of Friends. I can get up whenever I want. Whenever I want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all... It's I'm all, always going to be low-level pissed that they live in that apartment. It's terrible, terrible homophobic jokes about Susan and oh, Chandler. No. And, you know. Oh, like, yeah. It's all good. God, man. that It I was know. long enough ago for that to be something, and I can't believe it's been yeah. that long. Oh. Also, ew. And Ross. I'm sorry for all you diehard Ross fans, but Ross is the are fucking worst. Are there Ross fans? There are Ross fans. Although, it's been really interesting because so one of the podcasts I listen to, Still Buffering, uh, super fucking awesome. I know some of you listen to it. Um, but Riley, who's the youngest one on there, she is 19. Mm-hmm. And so she just rewatched, she just watched it multiple times when it was on Netflix. And like her, apparently Gen Z really loves, loves friends. And Ross? I don't know. Or is it a Ross? I think they're okay with Ross. Blowback. They're kind of okay with Ross. Because I know a lot of people of my age hate Ross. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I feel like Gen, like millennials and Gen X are kind of like, yeah, no, we see the problems with it. And it's Mm -hmm. not something like it. We have a hard time glossing over it to be able Mm -hmm. to enjoy, still enjoy the show for what it is. And I don't know. Gen Z seems to be like, Like, whatever. Live and let live. And I'm like, you're the woke generation. What's happening here? I guess. He seems like a piece of shit. I hate him. Uh, okay, anyway, so sorry, season guys. one of Friends. And then what? Oh, costumes. You know, 
There was I I loved the baby wrapped in the the oh the the, the like the, custom shawl, made yeah. baby Bjorn <laughs> that she's rocking. I know, but like I saw it. was that just her scarf that she turned into was. a baby Bjorn? That's I think it was. Cool. I think it was the thing that like she usually has kind of crossed around, around her, mm-hmm. which I makes do sense. Like that thing, yeah. It, mm-hmm. But it lo- actually looks like a a baby blanket that I have a friend a friend who's due in June, and mm-hmm. we were talking about baby blanket designs of something I was going to make for her, and it looks oh, like that. Cute. Yeah. All right. So that's I said cool. that moment where I was like. So from season one of Friends, yeah. which will be the low point of costumes. Although Rachel's wedding dress is a poofy monstrosity <laughs> to everybody who uh, got married in the mid-90s, I'm sorry. And what's something really high from the 90s costume-wise? Pride and Prejudice? Okay, okay. No, that's good. Um, so The BBC A&E Pride and Prejudice. The only with one. With Jennifer Eel? Ely? Ellie? I'm sorry, I don't know. Ellie? Like Eel? I don't remember, I don't, but specifically speaking, Colin Firth. Colin Firth coming out of the pond. <gasps> Um, so where in between there would you put this episode re-costumes? There's not a lot. I mean, obviously. It's very period specific, but It's yeah. just the people who live. It's like working class people Everyday who life, live yeah. in this town. Um, Brie and Marsley are in their everyday stuff. We get to see stuff. a little Brie and Marsley, but they're in their choring yeah. clothes. And, so it it's like chores. It always nicer than I expect it to look. Like their everyday clothes, like they look cleaner. Yeah, than they, like, than they might be. Like you haven't washed your also, clothes in like two weeks. have we seen anybody do laundry yet on this show? Because that job is We did the worst. in the, I think, episode one or two. Mm-hmm. When Claire was talking about medical stuff with mm-hmm. the women, they were doing laundry, I think. Okay, well, yep. that sucks. Yeah, but I was watching that and I was just like, oh. Think about all the fucking poop streaks on those long men shirts (laughs) that you have to wash out. I know it's terrible. Every time I think about that, I just get the fucking willies. So I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it at Mm. work a day. I'm going to put it at the office. Oh. That's my my answer for this. That's a really good one. They're wearing work clothes appropriate Hmm. for the job. Yeah. That's it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. Sometimes I've got to admit, sometimes I think they, the, what they do with Jake Peralta is a little too, too, but well, yes, <laughs> as the series goes on, he gets a little bit more like a leather jacket yep. daddy. And I'm like, maybe it's cause he started working out or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he just looks different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I love that show. Oh, Tyler, your sex it. tape. Um, <laughs> so now is the time where I, Any good oh questions? wait, Allison um, could not be here today, as I told you all, but she did send some questions from the Slack channel for us to talk about. Mm. Here's one from Kara. Do you think it's really Bonnet hanging around the ridge, or is it a red-haired red herring again? Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. That's oh, a callback to Kara. an old joke. Called back to an old joke. I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there. Mm-mm. I think he was in town, but he's I don't think he's out he, there. I mean, he's, he's... He's got jobs. He's got villainy to get up to yeah. somewhere else. I, that does not mean that I do not think that he won't show up there. Yeah. I'm not... I, oh God, I do not remember how they handle Bonnet for the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. I do know... Well, I won't say Don't it. tell me. No spoilies. I won't say it. All right. And then let's see if she sent me an email with the rest of it. Yeah. Hold on, you guys. Boop, 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 Okay, no more questions, but we do have the list of patrons. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. You can find us on Twitter at PodlanderCast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash PodlanderCast, and on Patreon at Patreon.com slash PodlanderDrunkCast, where you can support our show and sign up to join our Slack channel, which is bitchin'. Yeah. 
Thanks to all of our patrons, but especially these folks. Stella Nutella. Ooh, what the fuck? I love you, whoever you are. That's awesome. Lola Bun Bun, Ashlyn Berger, Zena Perez, Kayla Reagan, Misty Ogepi, Jeppy, Misty Ogepi, please correct us somewhere. Katie Kirshner, Dr. J, Jen Lander Drunklin, Amanda Newton, Trish McCrary, Kissy Shively, Emma Lofald. Uh, Lofold. Allison put, wrote that one out uh, phonetically for me. <laughs> Samantha Smith, Amanda Smith-Nazan-Manasa, <laughs> Emily Hendrick, Whitney Harrington, Rachel Townsend, Steve Peter, Steph, Steph, Steve, Steph, Steph Peterson. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is, I don't do this, so. You're doing great. I'm, I'm doing, doing okay. You're doing fantastic. Then we've got the enigma known as Maria. That's all we get. Maria. Maria, thank you. Maria. Catherine Marshall Eastman, Chantel mm-hmm. Salters, Philip Nako, 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 N-A-K-O. Philip? Nako, yeah. We got a man? We got a dude in here. What? Tara Lucchino. She Tara. also She also did that one phonetically for me, even though I hear her do it every week. Uh, Viv Pickles, Crystal mm-hmm. Nanavati, Mary Lumpkin, Jenna Polkowski. Hey! Nice. Heather Moore, Kara Marlowe, and Kiki the, the Wise, our Slacked In Mom. Um, as always... Thank you all so much. Jenna, thank you. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me. And I don't really have anything to say, except I just want to remind everybody one last thing before I cut the recording, and that is is that Janine couldn't be here because he forgot what fucking time it was. (laughs) God damn it, Janine. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.